Hey guys, it's April 8th. My birthday was yesterday. Woohoo! But actually, we're recording this two weeks ago. We just totally derailed. Okay, fine, I won't mention my birthday. We'll start over. We'll start over. Okay, scratch, scratch. Ready? Guys, it's spring cleaning time. Man, those dreaded words strikes fear in the heart of every mama and papa. But we're here to save the day. This is part two of our Palm Springs weekend, and we have kidnapped an organizing guru, and oh. we have interviewed her. I thought I thought you were saying kidnapped, like the naps that our kids were taking or not taking while we were gone. But yes, <laughs> we we have taken and held hostage Jen Roban, professional organizer extraordinaire. We are about to bring you some life-changing tips on how to get your stuff together so that you never, repeat, never have to tidy again. Let's do this. Rock on. Oh, also, guys, subscribe and get on, I on iTunes and comment and go on Twitter and on Facebook. Hey, guys. So we are, uh, we're not still in Palm Springs, but we, a little peek behind the curtain, we did record two episodes while relaxing in Palm Springs. Our um, fun uh, day and a half away from the babes and for Bianca's birthday. Yeah, and it's, um, and it's just been a great time with girlfriends and as you know from last week's episode, discoveries, self-discoveries. Self-discoveries. Um, and, um, and we thought we'd also take this opportunity that one of my nearest and dearest friends Jen Roban. Um, and how do you spell her last name? It's Robin, R-O-B-I-N, but it's pronounced Roban. It's French. Uh -huh. um, and she has been a dear friend, um, gosh, for for years now. Um, I've known her for about five years or so, six years maybe. And um, she is uh, embarking um, on her new career path. Um, she actually started out as um, a personal assistant and um, she was my personal assistant at one point, and now she is a personal organizer, and uh, she's fantastic. She has done uh, organizing in my home, and she's just her outlook on things. I mean, she already has a really strong client base, too, and it sounds like she's been doing this since high school and before. Oh, she's been it's doing like... it forever. I mean, I feel like she, I mean, this is an undoubtedly what she was put here on this earth to do, and you know, for me, I don't think I really realized what an impact cleaning the clutter um, out of my life would have. And I didn't even realize how bogged down I was mm -hmm. by the stuff that was in my life. So much so that I didn't wasn't dealing with stuff on a personal level because it was so overwhelming to have clutter in my life. And, you know, I think that we are in a, in a time where getting more stuff seems to be the popular fad. And, um, it just is something that is weighing us down and preventing us from truly enjoying our lives. And from our discussions this weekend, I was realizing like, I have so much crap in my drawers mm. and I was thinking, what is the thing that I have too much of? And it's all my ratty t-shirts and shorts for working out. And I'm like, why do I need all of this? And I was like, oh, I'm still living in the past of seven years ago when my husband and I would go to the laundromat to get all of our clothes washed. So you had to have that many ratty t-shirts to work out in because yeah. you couldn't wear your sweaty t-shirts. And I'm like, hello, I have a washing machine and dryer. Like I don't need, and I do my laundry every week. I don't need more than four or five of those things. So wow. I'm going to throw it all away today. 
Yeah. So it, it's been great because this weekend um, has been, uh, you know, positive and and um, in depth on so many levels, and and I think good for everyone has been <laughs> has been probing Jen for for free her tips. advice and free <laughs> tips. On, so um, annoying. It's like having a dermatologist friend and be like, can you check this mall? We're yeah. all being like, so what would you do with my closet space? <laughs> well, and I think it's such an important topic for moms and dads because when we have kids, it just seems like you get so much more clutter. You hold on to things for, um, you know, precious memories and, and the, the t- you know, it's so hard. They grow so fast. And think about all the clothes in that first year. That first year is they nuts. Just, they're growing so much. You, I feel like you change out their clothes every three months. Well, and it goes by so fast and you're missing it. You're feeling like, oh my God, they were just in that three to six month outfit. See, it feels like yesterday and now it's already, we're at a year. And so like you hold on to those things almost in an attempt to hold on to that time that you had with them at mm-hmm. that, at that particular age. And it's silly because it, it doesn't do anything but but clutter up your environment and make you feel more stressed, more tired. When you have time to yourself, you're not spending it taking care of you. You're spending it trying to, like, clean your house. And so this weekend, um, Jen brought this book into our life called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. It's written by Marie Kondo. Um, she is an organizational expert and has written this really um, kind of new take on what it means to tidy up your house. So I really suggest everyone runs out and gets that book because it's a lot of what we're talking about here and, and a lot of what Jen does is inspired by that book. And in fact, a lot of what Jen was doing, she's like read this book and she was like, I mean, this is what I've been doing for years and telling right. people to do for years. So um and Jen, what's really special about her is she's, we were joking that she's the empathetic organizer. Yeah. Because she's not this type A that just sort of is like, you got to throw all this away. She lets you sort of make peace with letting go. You guys she are going to want to listen to this interview. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, so we'll take a break and we'll come back with Jen. Hey guys, so we're back. And we are very excited to sit down with not only my dear friend, but somebody that has changed my life for the better in so many ways. Um, And that's my dear friend, Jen Roban. And she is a professional organizer, guys. This is is something that I can't even fathom doing um, on the side in my life because I'm (laughs) such a slob. Um, But you do it actually for a living now. (laughs) Yes, that is true. Um, So tell us about how... Can you tell us just about the journey, about even coming to find that this is something that you enjoyed doing? Yes. No, it's it's a it's a fun process. Um, well, it did start probably when I was very young, but I remember now looking back when I was in high school, um, being class president every year and then student body and senior year, I would skip not want to go to class so I could organize other people's classrooms. <laughs> and I would have to tell the teacher I was working on some something for the student body but instead it was you know more self-pleasing but then as a whole it ended up being all the teachers loved it because I was organizing their classrooms um and that even start oh remember the first time that you were like hey teach yeah clean up these well I had a I had a good relationship with most people um just because I am a talker and I love people and I remember going up to a couple of my teachers and saying, you know, this isn't working in this classroom and function- functionally you could de- like develop the space a lot better 
if you move certain things around and took out the clutter and organized the desk differently. And I remember we, one of my teachers would, we literally spent a full day of rearranging every desk to make it fit better in the room and to give more space and essentially make it so the whole the whole classroom as a whole was working better um and it's, it's so geek i geek out now because thinking back on it and knowing that that's what i did when everyone's out like partying and going to play sports and stuff and i was like i'm gonna organize this classroom and make it better or try at least um and then it wasn't until after college um i became a personal assistant and realized after five years of doing that that I could do it not just for one person but for the masses and try to reach as many people as possible um, and it's cheesy because this is who I am and I just I love people to their core and I want them to live a more simple better life and doing the personal assistant work I realized how can I touch as many people's lives as possible even if they aren't like changing I wanted to make it to where the next day they'd wake up and see the difference of what a space being changed or a room um, would feel for them. And to, I still to this day, the text message or the call the next morning after I see a client saying like, you've changed my life. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes still like talking about it. And it's, it's a very um, th a close thing to my heart where everyone needs it in their life and when they see the difference of what you know changing a space or purging and decluttering and living this simple life it changes everything it's a game changer you know in every aspect of every part of your life you know whether you have kids you're a bachelor you know you live with five roommates you know it doesn't matter okay if you have super sloppy roommates slash Husbands slash teenagers, <laughs> yeah, and it happens. With. And it happens. Mm -hmm. What do you suggest to um, those people? A, a lot of it is everyone has to be on board because if you are changing your room and then it's now flowing into other rooms, it's going to drive you crazy. So sitting down and devising a plan of what works for you and the next person, because really. If your husband, if you clean a space and your husband comes home and messes it all up, that's, it, you're never going to change the problem, you know, so you kind of all have to be on board. With kids, it's a little bit different, you know, obviously if they're one years old, you're not teaching them like, this is how you purge and this is this, mm -hmm. but there are, they see it from you and putting back things where they belong and yes. the whole process, they catch on. You know, and as they get older, you telling them, like, today, after you're done playing, you're going to put your toys in this bin. This is where your toys go. It's labeled. This is where this goes, you know, because they're kids and husbands and, you know, friends. And it's it's a process. But if everyone's on board and working through it and they see the change, it, it just gets better. Guys, we're going to be back with our guest in two seconds. But I just want to remind you to get on Facebook, write comments, like do Instagram, Atomic Moms, Twitter, Atomic Moms, and go on iTunes, please, and subscribe, and write awesome comments, and star us. Uh, thanks. Uh, now we're back with our guest. Hey, guys, we just moved to a quieter location, so we weren't eavesdropping on a bachelorette party. There is a <laughs> bubbling hot tub in the background that you're hearing. Uh, 
This is a lovely space. Lovely. So that's why the sound changed. Is there an area of your life, Jen, that is super sloppy and you're cool with it? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there a secret space I, of crap anywhere? Like, how about in your trunk? I. <laughs> it's funny. A lot of people Glove actually compartment ask me that. Box. Oh, I, not that original of an interviewer. Damn it. No, what do people not no, ask you? I will. I will. No, I'm saying I will. I will say that the space from because I'm so busy right now and you know trying to change everyone else's life I I need to focus on always making sure my life is in order because it's essentially what I'm selling and what I want people to come That's into a lot my, of pressure come into my home yeah no it is but the only the reason I can say no is because this is a secret that I learned and I want to share the world like with the world and that's why this this book by Marie Kondo the life changing magic of tidying up hit home for me um, right and let's take a moment to talk about this book oh, it amazing. is an international bestseller yes. i just sent it to my stepmama who we call yaya yeah <laughs> and uh the, yeah the life changing magic of tidying up the japanese art of decluttering and organizing by marie kondo yeah. it's a game changer <laughs> I was reading your copy of it at the pool yesterday, and a woman came up to me and was like, I threw away everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really? It, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel true. like we are at the, like, it's the tipping point. Now wait, everyone knows okay, about this wait. book. Okay, so, wait. So I want to just backtrack for one second and just say, um, because there are people out there who are living um, and thinking, like, my house is pretty clean. It's pretty mm -hmm. put together. I mean, I think there's people who don't really understand the power of clutter mm -hmm. and maybe even what clutter is because, mm -hmm. I mean, I know for me, I grew up in a house where there was three of us kids. My dad, you know, was worked full time. My mom worked part time and there was always piles of things everywhere. And we just, there wasn't the time to deal with it. And my mom, I think was always hanging on to stuff that we made in school and stuff that we created. Right. And so that was kind of the norm. It wasn't until I, you know, moved to LA and I lived in my own space and I started to feel kind of this energy or the pressure of, wow, I, I feel unsettled in my space. Yeah. So I think maybe if you could just talk for a second about like yeah. people even recognizing yeah. that they're living in something that maybe isn't as tidy as they believe it to <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, no, I, I think the, the biggest thing that I try to tell people is I'd, what you would rather have a full life of love and laughter and live this simple lifestyle than have a house full of stuff that necessarily you never see, you don't use, can't find, can't find because you, you don't know it exists. The same thing. And then when you organize it, you're like, oh, that's where those 12 of those were. I just bought 12 more. Um, you really go into the core. And what I do with my clients is I sit down and they hire me for a garage or a kid's room to declutter and purge. And I'll get into that in a minute. But I go I take a step back and I'm like, I want to know about you. I want to know about your lifestyle because everyone is different. Your house is different from Ellie's and I could yeah. go in for the same exact garage. You know, you want to purge it and declutter and her space. I might say, let's go to your master bedroom first. I want to see what's happening as a whole and get to the root of the problem because I don't want you to hire me, do the garage and then leave and it go back. I want to teach these systems where they realize the difference of what being organized and tidy and the purge is. And in that, a lot of a lot of the process is taking everything out in a room 
you pull everything to the middle of the floor by category in your house. And that's what this book is. When I when she, I was reading this book and she was talking about it, I'm like, this is what I've been doing for years, and no one, want you know, no one has doing this because they don't know the power of the change. Because there are these other methods, like I'll read oh, in a magazine, of course, of course. like real simple or yeah. something like that, and I'll be like, oh, I'm gonna get organized in yeah. 2015 or whatever. This is probably like 1999. Yeah. I'm gonna get organized, and, and they'll be like, they'll be like, yeah. throw away three things a day, and yeah. I'd be so bored no, by it. No, it's. Well, and I know for me too, like because Jen has come and um, and uh, what, what is it? What was the the hair club for men? I'm not only the president, but I'm also a member. It's like <laughs> I am. Um, I have utilized Jen and her services um, and and reaped the benefits of of that. And I know for me, you know, um, you don't even think about like when I put Magnolia down for a nap, and mm-hmm. you know, you go through the list, the checklist of what can I do with this hour that I have. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like wants versus need. It'll mm-hmm. be, I want to lay on my bed and read a book, but I need to send these thank you notes, uh, declutter my nightstand, uh, do the laundry, yeah. do uh, clean the dishes that are sitting in the sink. It's like all of this, this, this list of things and the, the overall underwriting feeling is like I, there's houses, the house is such a mess that time has to be spent at least cleaning up something. And I always think to myself, like, if my house were just in order, I could go and sit on my bed and read my book and really take that time to myself and be a better mom when she wakes up because I've had that time to myself. Instead of, even if I did choose to do that, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm sitting on my bed when there's, there's other things I should be doing. Absolutely. So it's, it's not a relaxing situation. Yeah. And it's very overwhelming for yeah. a lot of people. And one of the great things that um, in this book, which you passed along to me and I read, that she says is that once you do this system of tidying, you will never have to tidy your house again. Ever. And that was mind-blowing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that is crazy. Because yeah. usually I do, like, every six months we'll do sort of a purge and then we have to go back. Like, my bathroom drawers right yeah. now are such a mess Mm -hmm. like one of the drawers you can't even open (laughs) it's like you know that like the lotions get stuck at the top and you're yanking at the drawer and so because it is a little overwhelming and it should it shouldn't be like it should be a very fun process for people who even hate quote-unquote organizing and purging and decluttering so can you give me a tip as to how to make it fun so (laughs) this is the secret of what's in the book too is you take time you take a day you take you know, whatever you have. If, if you're a mom of five kids, one kid, if you travel a lot, you take some time, you pull everything out. So in the book, she st- starts with clothes. I actually start with clothes as well. Every item in your house that is a clothing material for you, you put into a room. You throw it into the yeah. middle of the room. Everything. And it's your funny because... Winter clothes, your every everything. single thing. Attic stuff stuff in another room in your garage in your car and you pick up you physically touch each piece one by one and if it does not spark joy it goes easy as that and you will be surprised I've purged so so much and then a client will call and say let's do it again because it's such a freeing Mm -hmm. when you pick up something that has a tag on it it's 
a lot of people have that and it's like well I will wear this in the future no we are not living in the future if you haven't worn it for two years so why why do you own it what is the and that's when I go back to what is the core reason of why you own it why did you buy it how did it make you feel when you bought it why haven't you worn it and it's this whole process of if it does not bring you joy it's gone okay so what does that mean and I know that's not yeah, like a stupid no. question but like for for people who don't get that, like, what does that mean? What does it mean when you... F- does your heart sing when you have these pants on? Yeah, because I feel so comfortable and, like, I yeah. can just chill out. It makes my whole body relax. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. would stay. Yeah. Right? I could ask the next person with the dress. You said, you know, you didn't know if you were keeping yeah, so it. Yeah, so Ellie has this dress that yeah. she's wearing right now. And this whole weekend, she's being, she keeps saying, I'm so glad I didn't throw this dress out. I know, because I had it in the drawer for... Like a year, yeah. and I never wore it. And was I'm it folded so... in the drawer, or just no? It was yeah. just kind of like rolled up, smushed in the back. But it has pockets. Yeah. I, you know what? I had to find the right bra. I needed the right yeah. so amount of to-do padding list for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. To do list. That's list. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I I kept it. Yeah. But you said, and this was great. If I had given it away, I wouldn't have missed it, and I would have gotten another sundress. Yeah, you know what or I mean? you would have picked something in your closet that you already own that brought you joy and you would have worn that and you would have not thought about it again because you would have enjoyed the experience of where you were going to wear it versus this idea of people hold on to things mm-hmm. that none of it matters. Okay, how do I get over the guilt when you get a Christmas present yeah. and you're like, <laughs> okay, I got this sweater. Mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't normally wear it, mm-hmm. but I hold on to it because it was a gift. So it's like, oh, I'll wear it when I'm with you, that person. <laughs> or, no, you thank them for the gift. You show your gratitude and you goodwill it or you give it away to someone else and you wish it well. You think it's, thank it for its time with the friend that gave it to you and you let it go and you bring, let someone else have that joy because it does not bring you joy. So why are you keeping yeah. it? Well, you know, and, I, and it's a sweet, it's a sweet gesture and I know it's hard, but if someone asked you about the sweater later, you know, you just, you've, you've, you've passed it on. You've made other joy and people will get mad. And I, and I get that, but at the core of it, the reason you can't hold on to things in your life because to make other people happy. And this goes with the purging of the friends. It's a whole life purge. And I tell people it takes about six months to a year if they want to do a whole life revamp okay. where head to toe, because you can't do it. We did Bianca's house and it's still not done because it takes time and schedules and Bianca is a rock star and goes to mm-hmm. work and mom and she's a, got 12 a, jobs. She has 12 jobs and a white, there's so much going on that it just is a process. You know, you can't do it all in a day and you have to be okay with the interim and the timing that it takes and knowing that it's not going to happen overnight but once it starts you'll it gets faster and faster and sometimes it's it's the baby steps of you know realizing like it took me one big closet purge for me to realize that oh wow I can get rid of stuff and by the way I can't even tell you what I got rid of I I don't even remember and do you give it away or do yeah, you, I, or, oh, I'm, you did a garage sale we once. We did a garage sale once. I give a lot away to Goodwill. Mike mm-hmm. and I do a lot. Um, Mike has, Mike finds, he's so amazing. Because Mike, first of all, is a fashionista and mm-hmm. has these yeah. beautiful amazing clothes. Amazing wardrobe. And he found um, um, foundation in downtown LA that gives business clothes to people amazing. looking for jobs. So, exactly. you know, you try and find like good Very things where yep. they get to be used. But, but one thing I want to hit on, because I think it's really the 
the seed that can be planted that starts all of this is for people to truly understand because I think a lot of people think like oh it's okay because yeah it's a mess in that cupboard but the doors closed you don't see it so let's talk about that let's okay. talk about what it means when you have stuff mm -hmm. hidden that's a mess but you don't see it because you're still feeling it and the moment that mess gets pulled out and, yeah, and cleared away you're in, it's like clutter in your brain and you don't even realize and you pull out every drawer and the next day you wake up and you've never slept better because you didn't even realize that drawer in that and corner. also every time I open the freaking drawer mm -hmm. I think angry I need to <laughs> I should do yeah. organizing it but that's so like, the to-do list of the, everything that's the problem right that's part it's, of the problem yeah will you tell the story about your client that the, oh, the bedroom? I, lo I love this story so one of my clients um she had called me and she, you know, she had, her husband had passed away about seven years before and she was in her sixties. And, you know, I immediately thought of my mom and losing my, my own father and the struggles that she's gone through and me helping with her and the purge and the decluttering. And she had a full closet, two closets of 35 of his jackets beautiful jackets and she every time she talked about it, she'd start crying and I would sit with her and we met and did the whole console of I was asking her what why she called me what she needed and she's like I want to be able to let go of these jackets and start the process of moving on because I'm holding on to this stuff and there's no room in my house so we we went around her house and we took a look and and I asked her what what she wanted in that space and she had all these new hobbies and all this you know painting and photography and she was kind of living a second you know a whole nother life and she wanted to start a new beginning but she felt guilty of letting go of all these jackets these beautiful jackets of her husband's that had passed so I basically what you do is you give them systems and solutions and so I told her I said why don't we take all the jackets we put them on a beautiful white wall on a hanging a beautiful hanger in her house we take a picture of each one and she had I think there was like 34 and we keep your top three one of them they got um, the husband was wearing when they got married another was their first date and she would go to them and smell them you know base mainly those three and I said why don't we just take a picture of each one um, we'll make you a beautiful book and you'll still remember going back to them and we can write a memory next to each one of this is when you went on your first date, mm -hmm. this is, you know, when you had your child, you know, that was the week he was wearing this jacket, whatever it may be. And tears are streaming down her face and she's like, I, I never thought of that. And now I, so we did it, we implemented it. Uh, we took a picture we took a couple hours she picked her favorite three she told me the story behind it and I'm crying she's crying and I'm just trying to keep it together like and it was such a beautiful moment because all she wanted was to start letting go and not feel guilty and we gave them to one of her favorite charities we have the book I got it bound and everything and she goes back to the book she's only gone a couple times but she has three of the jackets. She has these beautiful closets now with all of her stuff that brings her joy. She still has the memory of this book that she can go back on. And these three jackets, she will, I, I'm okay with it. Don't, don't part with them because she still goes once a week, smells them, his smell is there. And she, I check in with her and a couple months later she said, you know, I've never felt better. And 
I'm so happy we did that because now she has this whole new beginning of this, this whole new hobby that she didn't even know existed because she has the space and she's let go of the guilt of her giving up these items. And I, and it, it was a beautiful moment, her crying, sitting there saying like this, this purge that we did was so near and dear to my heart and I'm, I'm surviving and I'm okay and I feel better than ever because I, I have given them to a new home and I have the beautiful memories and I don't need the items because I have the memories and I have this book. Um, and it, she's my, one of my favorite clients to date. Well, and I, and I think it's interesting because, you know, Jen and I have, have both lost our dads and it's really difficult when you have something that is so tangible um, that's a memory of someone that you've lost and you know that kind of runs the spectrum of things that we hold on to whether it be our parents holding on to things uh, you know that we used as little kids mm -hmm. um, holding on to things of people who have passed on mm -hmm. um, you know and and the fact of the matter is is none of those people would want us to mm -hmm. be having some sort of crazy over-the-top altar attachment a, a, an attachment to it that like takes up such a large chunk yeah. of our lives and you know, it's it's very kind of you know the Zen Buddhist idea of this attachment of, of holding on to things. Mm -hmm. It's not the person, and I think that's what's really important to remember is that it's not them. Mm -hmm. It's something they had, and I get it because I've had things with my dad too. Um, you know that are still sitting in my closet, and I'm getting there. It's like it, you have to do it when you're ready. Mm -hmm. um, but you've helped me a lot with this idea of if you have a picture of it, if you mm -hmm. have something you can look at for it. Um, but it's not. It's actually holding you in yeah. that space as opposed to letting you free to move on with your and, life. And grow and it's ever evolving, you know, and, and that's how life should be. And not holding on to the idea of, of just gathering items and versus living a beautiful life of um, a clean, simple space and mm -hmm. enjoying the time with your friends and enjoying your family. And a lot of moms come to me about the kids, you know, they hold on to, I had a client last week, they had boxes and boxes of um, their kids' um, drawings and they could, they had to keep every yeah. single one from kindergarten to 18. I mean, if you imagine so how, much ma stuff. how many. <laughs> it's like a living how museum. Much, yes, and it's beautiful. and. And that's where you, you have to make decisions and you have to be ready for the change. And the picture thing I'm big with because if you have to have a, a picture of it or on your phone or an album, that space is so much smaller than 20 containers in your attic that you will never go back to. And quite, quite frankly, your kids, I don't need my kindergarten. Everything you know, uh, noodle picture that I made. Yeah. <laughs> like right. it's, it was a great time then. I don't even remember doing it. And, and that's the whole idea of, you know, bringing the joy and other things and not focusing so much and you actually end up buying a lot less. And so now when you go shopping, you see, you know, for anything in any area that you don't really need it and none of it matters. So what did you do with that mama, with the, with your, with the mamas that want to hold on to a bunch of that stuff? I mean, do you take pictures of those things too, or mm -hmm. how do you? So that particular client, and it's different for everyone. I, we went over some ideas or, you know, I give her three ideas of the pictures or let's just keep one bin for each child that you have. I'm okay with that because there are some things that, you know, I'm thankful my mom 
her favorite college sweater that she had. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. It's near and dear and I probably will die in it, you know, and it's, <laughs> it's something that brings me so much joy that she wore it all through college. And I understand that. And I'm not saying get rid of everything, you know, but take the things that make the most sense to you in the best, the biggest memory you have. So with that particular client, we went through the 20 boxes and I allowed her to have a bin for all of her kids, you know, that she would potentially gift to her brother for their kids and or mm -hmm. her own and you know it was like the baby blanket that they went home in the hospital yeah. with and that I understand that's hard I mean there's it's mm -hmm. it's a lot you know I'm not saying get rid of everything but if you compare the 20 bins to one that's already making a huge progress yeah and then you won't even remember the 19 bins that you went through or care because your brain is so freed of all this clutter that you didn't even realize was affecting you in your everyday life in this attic and now we could move other stuff into there you know and get rid of things that it's that you're not necessarily using every day but it brings you a lot of joy and it's a whole process but yeah. I will say that moment when you wake up the next day or a week later and you you feel it. You physically feel the sense of the weight off your shoulders. You didn't even know existed. It's life changing. I always explain it as like, I feel like I didn't know how deeply I could breathe. Mm -hmm. You know, when mm -hmm. I walk into, like when I walked into my kitchen, um, after you had gone in and just taken out everything, I, I felt like I could take a deeper breath yeah. of air. It just felt so much more I hadn't felt like I had more freedom in there mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and, it, and it's so true it's like you've gotten so attached to having more stuff more stuff yeah. more stuff and you know it's, I almost feel like it's it's fun if you could present the challenge of let me figure out how little mm -hmm. I need the how little yeah yeah it's the less is more so okay. across the board can we discuss how this affects other aspects of our lives mm -hmm. when we are very specific about what we love being around us. Mm -hmm. How has this affected your relationships with other people? Oh, it's, it's changed everything. I now look at people and my time and who I want to spend it with being if they do not bring me joy, I can't have them in my life anymore. And it's, it's hard and it's cutthroat in that I, I have lost some friends over it and I have, um, or so-called friends I should say, because I'm so much happier now and I realize that the organizing and the purging of your life and, and what you do on a daily basis, it really affects everything from when I wake up to go to bed. And who, like, coming this weekend to Palm Springs, it was absolutely, I wouldn't miss it for the world because I you are near and dear to my heart and I knew it was going to be a beautiful weekend of just being around great people versus these this idea of going and spending so much money and time around people that necessarily don't bring you the joy mm -hmm. and we have so much guilt of letting go and I, and I I'm guilty of this too that in my life I have held on to people um, and I brought them from kindergarten to elementary school to high school because of the fear of you know um, hurting people's feelings but I was hurting myself in the end and that's where this purging is is great in every aspect of your life and today I'm going home I mean my house is in perfect condition and I cannot wait to clean my house and purge a little more <laughs> and it's creepy everyone's like what's your idea of a perfect Sunday it's like, it's like when you cut your hair off and you just keep going shorter and shorter mm -hmm. and shorter like oh until um, you're bald in the life changing magic of tidying up which is the book that um, we were, we've been talking about um, by Maria Kondo Marie, um, yeah. Marie sorry Marie Kondo 
Um, I should really be an endorsement. Like, I know. I've sold I a know. lot of these books well, you'll for her. Have, yeah. <laughs> you guys, what's so good, you're going to have a book in the next five years. Exactly. That we can't yeah. That and, is the goal. and Jen's <laughs> company is um, called Life in General, J-E-N. There goes we'll another, another towel another. bin. <laughs> it's fine. Um, her her company is Life in General. Um, I mean, the cutest name ever. Yeah. J E N E R A L. And she, you can find her on Twitter, um, Instagram at Life in General. Instagram at Life in General. And um, and her website will be. She's doing a such a huge favor by coming on here. Um, before her actual website is up and running um, and will be very we're, soon. We're a part of the pre-launch celebration. Yes. Well, and here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> you know, I think we're going to have her back um, many more times because I feel like this is a huge topic that especially moms and dads mm-hmm. because our time is so precious and so limited. And why do you want to spend, like, the little bit of time that you have to yourself like feeling bogged down by the crap in your house. I mean, just oh. like I, I, it's so interesting. I, I remember reading um, one part of that book um, where she she has a client who um, says like if her space was clean, she would take a bath with aromatherapy and do yoga before she went to bed every night. And I was like, yeah. I would do that, you know, and, and then after they cleaned this girl's space and she had like 30 bags of trash out, out of a little, like, studio mm-hmm. apartment that left, um, she does do a bath with aromatherapy and yoga every night. And mm-hmm. it's like... And she's never been happier. And she's never been mm-hmm. happier. And it's like, stop thinking about the things that you wish mm-hmm. you could do. Start with cleaning your house cleaning your life mm-hmm. and getting to all of those things that you want to do because I, I do I mean she has a she has a list of success stories Jen has a list of success stories of things that people mm-hmm. have gone on to do just because they got their house in order mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing that the energy that you will find and the availability uh, um, that you have for other mm-hmm. aspects of your life because Absolutely. of just cleaning your house mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your brain <laughs> I can get two-thirds of the way there mm-hmm. I'll know what I need to get rid of, mm-hmm. but here's my hang up. I think I'm going to sell it on eBay no. <laughs> and I never do it. Or I think I'm going to put it on Craigslist mm-hmm. or I'm going to have a garage sale. So then I put things in bags in my closet yeah. for a later time and it never happens. So I challenge you. Oh, good. I love next, a challenge. In the next couple weeks, put it in your car and drive it to Goodwill. Because is it worth that $50 on eBay that it takes you five no. hours to figure out how to put it up? I know, it's it, impossible. No. And then wait, the waiting game no. of who's buying, and is no. it really worth that $50? And I understand some people that yes, it is, but you're never going to do it. Here's the other no. thing I always say, and, and Mike laughs at me, but I think I've gotten him to come around to my way of thinking time is money, people. Mm-hmm. I know. And mm-hmm. we put a premium on actual dollars, but what about your time? That's so true. Mm-hmm. When I thought about doing a garage sale once, and Adam was like, you are going to make $20. You're going to spend two days and you're going to make $20. He's like, this, I will pay you $20 not to do this to our family. Exactly. Um, okay. So what about, what about our, our um, listeners? Where can they start? Like uh, someone who's, li- who's listening right now mm-hmm. and nodding her head mm-hmm. and being like, yes, I feel this, but like, where do I even start? How when? does today and, today and how would somebody who one of our listeners who's ready to do that how would they how would they go about doing that so depending on their space of course you just pick a day so I would say today <laughs> depending if I you are it. around You're such a go-getter <laughs> and just 
do it. Just sit down and make the decision that you're ready for the change. And if you're starting with clothes, start with clothes. Go to every room of your house. If you're starting with books, which I suggest starting with clothes, but if you're doing books, take every book that you own and put it there. If you're starting with your kitchen and all your utensils, just half so the start battle. by category, not by not by location. No. Okay. Because think about it. If if someone has a closet full of clothes in one room and you you finish there and then you go to another closet and you do the exact same thing you can't see what you own and you won't even remember if you have 10 sweaters in the other closet that are black compared to the 10 sweaters in the other oh you know yeah. and then you're like doubling up all over again and it's you just need one you know and you don't even need it <laughs> so you put everything you own in the category in front of you and you go piece by piece all right kids Let's start today. I'm, I'm inspired. Going to, listen, we're, we're we're driving back home today. We're driving back home today, and my mom is here. Um, she's visiting out of town. She's has got some precious time with her granddaughter, and I'm going to utilize that time to pull out every piece of clothing that I own. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe you on Facebook or or um, Instagram, we can do a little before and actually and after. let's do it. I just saw uh, Claire Coffee yesterday had on Instagram a photo of all of her clothes, like a pile of clothes on her bed. She's also about to have her baby, so she's in crazy nesting yeah. mode. Huge pile of clothes on her bed, and she said that she was condoing up, yep. which is Marie Kondo, this is the book. <laughs> so why don't we do this? Let's all copy Claire Coffee. Send us your photos of all the clothes piled up on your bed. Yes, Let's see that I we're doing this. it. I love this. And, you know, go check out The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. It's a really quick read, and it's simple. It's not a, It's not a heavy book. You'll love it. You'll love it. You'll feel a lot lighter um, after you read through it. And it gives really simple steps. To and I promise you, one woman will stop you and say, <laughs> oh, I just read it. It changed my life. <laughs> and you might not own anything, but who cares? Because you'll be happier than you've ever been. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and it's summer. You need fewer clothes in the summer. Yeah, we'll worry about it's, it it's in the winter. the best time to do it, you know. And and, um, and reach out to Jen at Life in General on Twitter. Ask her any questions. She loves it. My mom does. My mom texts her all the time. And I already told Jen next time she purchases to send me her clothes she purchased. <laughs> no. She's so best dressed. No. She is best dressed. But we're purging. Uh, <laughs> and that's why I said no. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for doing yeah, this. I know you, you took you, up some you, precious you. time. And we were, yeah. we'll have you back to for that's an update. Fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Love it. Be happy to. All right, guys. We'll be back. Well, I mean, I feel cleaner already. I cannot wait to get into my messy car and drive home and start cleaning everything up. It's so good. Like when you do a little trip like this and, and we talked about this on the podcast last week, it's like, it, it, it's a refresh. It allows mm-hmm. you to take a step away to look at what needs to be done, to go home and to really, um, you know, walk into your space like a new person. You've had a little break. You're, you're maybe hopefully a little more rested. I'm not necessarily more rested from my break, but um, I definitely have a like kind of get up and go attitude. I'm going to yeah. go home. I'm going to clean out my closet. Um, and, uh, you know, and I urge everyone to do the same and listen, you guys, we talked about it, um, with Jen, please take pictures, send us, post them on our, on our Facebook page. We want to see your before and afters. I think this is, um, would be yeah. such and a your cool... process and don't feel like, Oh God, but I don't have a good after yet. Just send us your piles of clothes, the photos of the, be- you know, the beginning of it too. Yeah. I want, we want to see the afters, we but if you to... don't get to the after, that's okay. We and want we, to see the process. And, and also we want to come together in, in solidarity, a solidarity, you know, a, a tidying up team of mamas and papas who are trying to, to make the most of their space. And, um, listen, send us questions. You can reach out to Jen on Twitter 
It's at life in general, J-E-N-E-R-A-L instead of G. Um, but let's, let's get this going. Cause I, I promise you guys, it's going to be life changing. You're going to feel so much better. You'll be amazed at what happens in your life based on just getting your house clean. Um, so our mom session, duh, is the book. It's the book, the life changing magic of tidying up Marie Kondo. You can get it on Amazon. It's a simple little book, easy to read. And our mom bomb is, uh, from a quote from the book. Keep only the things that speak to your heart, then take the plunge and discard all the rest. By doing this, you can reset your life and embark on a new lifestyle. Um, We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We're going to go home and we're going to do some damage. And cuddle with our babe. Yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right. Trust in your goodness. Live out your greatness. And rock on. Atomic Moms. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.